You don't know what you have until it's gone. Through loss, I, Kimberly, host of Self Love Sister Podcast, am learning to live. From the age of eight, I suffered from multiple autoimmune diseases which took my capacity to walk and even to speak. As these abilities gradually returned, I found a deep gratitude for this delicate and wonderful life. The fact that I may suffer a relapse at any time pushes me to appreciate all the more the wonder of living here and now. Through sharing my experiences and through interviewing others, I invite listeners to experience their own gratitude for life. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Self Love Sister podcast. Today, I'm joined with KJ. How are you? Hey, how are you? 
I'm doing wonderful. First of all, how has this cold weather been for you? Because I know you're in New York. Yes, it's been hectic. My body can't take it. And going out is so hard too. But when it snow, you know, the wheelchair doesn't work in the snow. So stay yeah. inside until it's like melt. But oh, yeah, yeah, I've been dealing with it little by little. Oh, good. And how have you been dealing like with the cold? Like, is there anything that you do? Like for me, I use my heating pad and it's right there. It's emergency right there. The thing is, when it happens, because my heater is always on, so it's like when it happens, I usually my body just bend down. I gotta stay under my cover the whole day and watch Netflix, of course. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I, I have I have heat in my house twenty four seven. So that sounds like the perfect day for me. That's how I get like I get really bad uh, fatigue. So there's days when I just really can't get up. I have Netflix on. I have my heating pad. Is there anything that you specifically watch on Netflix? I love to watch shows, like series. Uh-huh. It's sometimes when I post a movie, I watch it, but I love to watch this, the, their series. <laughs> See, I'm different. I, I can only watch movies because if I watch a show, I have to finish it right there and then. And then yeah. the whole day is gone. I just binge watch the whole thing and get it over with. And sometimes I watch all sitcoms. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like right now, I'm watching like the Parkers. Yeah, I really love that show. It just cracked me up. And when I, when I laugh, it just I forget about my whole problems. So that's yeah, funny. that's some easy way to like get rid of your stress and stuff like that. A little bit of distraction. Yes. <laughs> I'd like to tell really everyone funny. how we connected. I was on Aaron's TikTok live, and then you were in there, and then yes, so TikTok. I love TikTok. Me too. I'm like. I think that the TikTok, like every single time I gotta make videos. Like yesterday, I made video until it was like, I think eight o'clock. I started around 12 and I finished around eight. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's addicting. But it, it sounds it's, like it's kind of hectic. But the thing, what I do is, I um, it takes me hours to do my makeup. And then after I'm done, I just make a whole bunch of videos and just save in my draft. And then. Okay. As the week goes, I pose and then I'm able to rest and relax myself. Yes, that's what I do too. I use the weekends to like record my TikToks. And then so throughout the week, I just have them pre-recorded. Yeah. Because during the week, you know, I'm recording podcasts and I'm editing. So yeah, the week is. So tell us about your TikTok journey and what motivated you to start posting. Because I really love them. And for those of you that don't follow her, what's your at? My ad is at Forever KJ. I'll make sure to link it down below. So I was never on to TikTok. I started TikTok at the beginning of last year. Um, I always thought TikTok was for kids. So I usually put on my attention on Facebook and Instagram. But there's this one particular song where I was like, I see it on my Instagram, keep popping up, people doing it. I'm like, I want to join the trend. I want to be part of it. How do I get involved? <laughs> and my sister was like, the only way you can get involved unless you sign up for TikTok. Huh. I'm like, fine, I'll just do it. I signed up for TikTok. And once I signed up, I was addicted. I, I promise you. Yeah, it's very addicting. And from there, I started posting. Mm-hmm. But when I posted my first video, I didn't know how to like uh, limit my comment session because so I started getting a lot of negative comments. And I was like, I tell my sister, I'm like, I don't want to be on TikTok anymore. I'm going to stop because this is really draining me out. And people are really, really mean, calling me names and stuff like that. It's like, you're not a quitter. Go ahead, continue doing it. 
you have to have a thick heart because this word, not everybody going to like you. And I'm like, oh, but words can hurt. Yeah. I, I understand that some people can take it, but words can hurt. And that's when I limit my comment session. And right now I get positive comments from the people that are actually following and they're following me back. So yeah, that's how my TikTok journey started. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm so glad you limited, especially because like I think a lot of people stop posting on Instagram or TikTok or whatever because they don't want to get the negative hate. I just I love how you were like, you know what, this makes me happy, but I'm gonna like avoid the hatred. Yeah, even though I do get some negative words and stuff like that, but I'm still going. Yeah, you go. Because I know there's people out there who actually watch it and like it. Yeah, that is true. And (laughs) it got so bad, like you, like I was staying up all night, so I had to put like that hour restriction on my phone. Yeah. It's very addicting. Now I'm way more responsible with it. But at first it was like, oh my God, these negative comments hurt. Yeah. They can be brutal. I think people forget that we're real people behind the screens. Yep. They forget that. And they just like put it out there. They don't care what happened. And I feel like some of their comments can actually lead someone to do something bad to themselves. But they don't think about that. All they think about is, oh, I'm going to go viral, or I'm going to get more likes for this and more views, so I'm going to post it anyway, and it's just yeah, not it, cool. Definitely, I will say, getting negative comments, it got me a stronger skin. Like, it really made me more positive, because on Instagram, I created a, a positive community, so I got no yeah. hate from there. Like, Instagram is wonderful. Here. But TikTok, because you get people you don't follow. I mean, Yeah, people different- from all over the world. Mm-hmm. different countries the way they treat people with disabilities is different from how people in america treat people with disabilities in africa a person with a disability you see them begging on the street they have no wheelchair and it's like this is not right we are human beings but you come in america we're able to get a job we're able to go to school we're able to associate ourselves with other people it's not there yet let me just say this we're not actually there yet with the discrimination and stuff but we're getting it yeah we're getting it there's some places i can go and get in there's some places i can go and just be like what happened there's so many states but it's totally better than being in foreign countries 100% like i feel so privileged like you said in foreign countries it's just it's sad it's just totally sad. Mm-hmm. I did the same thing when I was at the age of two, when I got diagnosed with um, with post polio symptoms in West Africa, Liberia. I got really, really sick, like high fever. And my parents, they took me from like hospital to hospital trying to get the right doctor to figure out what was really going on with me. Because they didn't know exactly what, what was really happening. Because it's a foreign country. They don't have like all the equipment that they have here that you can just do and just like figure out what exactly going on. They went from doctors to doctors and they tell them the same thing to just have malaria because in Liberia is the biggest sickness you can have is malaria. Wow. So everybody everybody says she she all the doctors said she has malaria. Uh just take this medication, she's gonna be get better. But it just wasn't getting better. Years later, I'm still sick. 
and my parents are all worried and trying to figure out what's really what's going on. And finally, this is going to like the age of three or four, and I'm still sick. And now I'm like breaking down, my body is breaking down, my legs is not working no more. But gratefully, people, uh, doctors, some white doctors came to America and my dad heard about it and he was like, maybe we should take her there to see if they can help us. And then the moment they took me there and the doctor saw me and it was like, oh my God, she got post-polio or something because you're supposed to get a shot. But I think my parents didn't take it seriously, so I didn't get the shot. So it got really worse. He started treating me. They put me in a, I don't know if you know this big cast, like a cast, they wanted to put on the hands. Yeah, yeah, I've seen, yeah. I've seen. Yeah, stuff like that. But mine was like, because my body I have already broken down. Mm-hmm. As you can see in my videos, it looked like I have a C-shape. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, my body has already like destroyed. But <laughs> her body is like a, a C-shape. We can do something to stop it. So they put me in like a big cast, like a heavy cast. Meaning I cannot take a shower for days, months. Got no wind. My yeah. parents can like wipe my face, tear, and my arms, but they cannot put me in the water. Good thing is, before the war started, like we had like, a huge civil war going on. Before the war started, it's the same week my parents told me to get the castle. So imagine yeah. doing that because we had to run through the bushes and stuff like that. So the same week they told me to get the castle, that's the same week the war started. So imagine. I wouldn't have been here because they wouldn't have been able to carry me and I don't have no wheelchair, nothing. They would have never been able to carry me because I think it, it was heavy. Yeah. My dad was like, how the heck were we going to cut that off? Oh so my That's your heart. We finally was able to travel and get to another part of the world, like a French country. And mm-hmm. from there, we traveled to America where I was able to get treatment. Mm-hmm. Girl, I was in the hospital 24-7. It's like... I never had my mid like a childhood. I never lived my childhood. Even the teenage year, I never enjoyed it because hospital to hospital, 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 pain, whatever I had to go through. And when I finally got into to high school, which I went through a lot of bullying, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh it wasn't even fun as well. But during that year, that was the same year I was able to get up a power wheelchair. I tell you. That was the day. I was so excited. I was like, I got my freedom. Because most of the time I have people pushing my pushing the manual wheelchair. Uh-huh. I have strength. The doctor says that I don't have the strength, the upper strength to use like a manual wheelchair to wheel myself. Uh-huh. It's not gonna happen. So they gave me a power chair. So I felt like I gave my independence. Like the day they told me that you got a power chair, they had to teach me how to use it. But I was like, I don't need to learn how to use it. I already know how to use it. Like, just put me in the chair and let me go. <laughs> and that was one of the best days of my life. And I'm so glad that I'm here. Yeah. And I have all the, how you say, the facilities here. That's pretty much my story right there. I love that. And I will say, I know you guys can't see her, but the smile she has on her face, like despite everything, she still has a smile and I love that. And that's why I love doing these and I just love that you have lost that smile. Thank you.
I started to like train myself to think positive of life and not focus on the negative because if I do I'll just like drain myself down yeah and it doesn't help anybody no but that's why I would never show it because I was afraid of the bullying and the hard times and I didn't want people to think I was different so I just put on this brave face and it was just mentally and physically draining like and imagine like it's so wrong for us that we even had to think about that and I hate how we were the ones that had to experience like the bullying culture and stuff because yeah I think it's not fair it's it's not fair yeah it's like not. and same with uh, social media like thank god that we are now like more advanced than that so like you said like you can block comments and stuff and yeah you know, there's little things we can do to avoid but at the end of the day like we're just trying to put ourselves out there yeah definitely people that try to push us down definitely just don't put a smile on and move on with life i can either be sad and depressed or i can live your life yeah yep. i still have to live my life because like I always tell them, I'm like, the same God who created this earth created me. So I'm here for a reason. Definitely. Definitely. I know it's hard. The pain is hard. Like, sometimes I don't even want to move. I just want to stay in bed. But then sometimes, like today, I promised I was going to do the TikTok today. And it's raining outside. And I feel horrible. I'm like, I don't want to get up. But I'm like, I have to push myself and do it because that's just the kind of person I am. Very determined. Like, we got to make this Yes, and I'm so happy that you did, and I just hope that an hour can go by and you can just not think about the pain. Yes. Yeah. Even when you don't think no one's listening, at least one person is listening, and you never know who you may inspire. So yes, that's my motivation to do what I do every single day. You inspired me to start my own Thursday thing. I'm so happy. I mean, so much to me. <laughs> you inspired me to start that. I was thinking about it. I was like, oh... She got motivation. I can do some motivation on Wednesday. I can do something with Thursday. So now I just put out stuff that people like. So I mean, when they see me in a wheelchair, I don't mm-hmm. know if you see my video that I posted. But yeah, it's just like, that's good about And I love how you, your take on it, like you can turn something negative into something positive. I used to be this shy person. I used to be the girl who cover up and be like, I don't want nobody to see me. It's a crazy thing about, okay, I'm going to wear big clothes. I'm going to cover all my body because I don't want people to stare. But then the crazy thing is people still stare. Yeah. You cannot hide the you cannot hide the wheelchair. They're still going to look. When I start wearing like all these nice clothes and stuff showing my body though, it's just one particular day I wanted to go to the beach. I had a big t-shirt and a jeans pants. And then my sister was like, where are you going with that? I'm like, I'm going to the beach. She's like, that's not a beach clothes. I'm like, look, I show her the thing on my Amazon chart in my Amazon chart. I want to wear this, but I'm afraid people are going to look. Look at my body. Look at my legs. I don't want people to see it. If you want the thing, just buy it and wear it. Nobody cares. So I went ahead and bought the business suit. And then I'm like, okay, so I'm going to put the t-shirt over the business suit and wear the leggings and then put the pants. You know how you put this? And she was like, no, just put the clothes on and go out. So she literally made me to wear the bathing suit mm-hmm. and go to the beach. But the crazy thing is when I went to the beach, nobody looked at me. Nobody cared. Even my friends was like, oh, you look nice. And I was like, that's when my confidence started. And I'm like, wait, nobody even cared. Like I'm out here 
showing my broken body, showing my broken way. Nobody <laughs> knew me looking at me and saying, ew, you look disgusting. Nobody said nothing to me. Yeah, and that is so true because sometimes like our biggest critics are us. And I will say, girl, you're going to have to make, give me a makeup tip like class because I'm slowly <laughs> getting into makeup and that's your fantastic app. Oh, thank you. I would definitely try to. I'm still learning though. I'm not a professional yet. People ask me like, okay, oh, you do a makeup on a person. No, it's just me. I just like do it on... <laughs> just do it on myself when I mess up on myself it's just me but I can't do it on anybody yet until I become really really good yes one of my friends actually started getting me into makeup recently she's also a scleroderma sister so like she sent me like some makeup palettes as a gift for my birthday and then she's like girl we have to teach you how to do makeup and I will say it is the most like I love the process. <laughs> like, it's like, it can be a me time. You know what I mean? Yes, me too. That's what, I, that's what I like. When I'm like in that little zone on that table with the makeup colors, that's it. <laughs> Nothing else matters to me. I'm just like there. Yes, and it is so peaceful. Like, I used to do makeup all the time. I loved it in high school, but after the stroke and things, I just lost the base of it. So mm -hmm. I always tell her, I'm like, thank you for bringing this back into my life because I love it. And I don't think people understand if a disabled person wants to wear makeup, it's not for other people, but it's for us. Exactly. That's what I was saying. It's just for us to feel happy and just love ourselves even more. But it's just like this, too, like when we're doing makeup or we dress in certain ways to like get attention. No, I'm just here to have fun. And just like show my disabled community that it's okay to be disabled and look you and dress you and just have fun. That's what I'm here for. But it's just like this thing that, oh, she's wearing this on a clothes or she's doing makeup like this. She's thirsty or she's looking for attention. Absolutely not. These people that will send us those comments or DMs, I'm like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't talk to me like this in real life. What? No. What? You're like, it's okay. Yeah. No, they won't. And see, that's why I love doing this podcast because I'm able to connect and laugh and joke. But yes. I like to joke about it. I'm just like, well, this is life for me. So I might as well make it fun. Exactly. I mean, this is reality. We cannot like take it and just be like, oh my God. If you sit at home crying over it 24-7, it's not going to like, poof, disappear right away just because you're crying about it. You have to do something about it. You have to live what you have. That's so why I look, I don't like some part of my body when I look at it in the mirror, but my focus is, I go in the mirror, I look at my face, I'm like, damn, girl, you fine? Yeah. And I move on with my day, just because I just find a little piece of your body that you feel like is dope, is everything, and just admire it and just keep going. But you can, like, be depressed, it's not going to disappear, it's and that was definitely I will say one of the hardest things I had to do overcome because I'm always smiling so people don't believe that I literally have pain every single day and I'm just like I just want to smile because I'm alive today exactly <laughs> that's it and I wanted to ask you so with your condition do you have pain every day or is it just like some days are better than others some days are better than others okay and I'm like, right now I'm taking 
I usually take pain medication, but I take it when I need it. I don't take it like every day. every day. I only take it when I need to take it. Like I said, because of my my back pain, I don't you don't want to take all those um pain medication and get addicted to your neck. Like and the thing with the pain medication is like it helps you, but it's also it can be very addicting. It's just awful. So that's why I'm saying like I only take it when I really when I'm like crying. Yes, yeah. that, that that makes sense. Yeah. And, and my doctors always tell me that I'm one of the few responsible ones because I do take it only when I need it. So do you have like, um, do you have like a skin condition or something? Because I do. Yeah. So scleroderma is a skin tightening condition. And I also have Raynaud's. So which that is like low blood circulation to your outer extremities. So because I have Mm -hmm. both of those, I've lost like seven fingers. I only have like three and one of them is the middle finger. So my mom's always joking around with me saying, put your middle finger down. (laughs) And then I have APS, which I was diagnosed at 21, which creates like blood clots to the brain. So, yeah, but my way is like, so I have scleroderma. So I will be forever young because scleroderma like overproduces collagen and stuff. So that's yeah. I'll be like, I look young. <laughs> like Mars, I have a um, paralysis. Uh-huh. I just started developing paralysis. It was last year, July. I never had it before. I think you see my video, you see all those marks in my my Yeah, I've heard I've heard a little bit of it, but do you mind explaining like exactly what it is? Like because when I first started in mid July, I thought it was like mosquito bite. My skin <laughs> I really thought it was mosquitoes. My skin was itching uh-huh. that every time I scratch it, it itched a lot. Like I couldn't sleep. Um, the marks is everywhere. Mm-hmm. It just looked disgusting. I hated it. For days I couldn't sleep because I was scratching. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I bought so many medications. It's going away a little bit. Not there yet, but it's going away. And the itching has calmed down. But it's so annoying. Because I know if I don't continue using the, the soap and the lotion, mm-hmm. it's going to come back again. And I can't deal with that. Like, I would stay in my bed crying all night. And my sister's like, you know, we can't take it to the emergency room. Because right now, the coronavirus, the moment you go that day, like, you got corona. You go for something else, and they tell you you got corona. So, so it's like, we can't take it to the emergency room. Got to figure out something. But yeah, I think I found a solution to it. I'm so happy and I will keep you in my thoughts. Thank but you. Isn't that crazy how, and like a few years ago, you know, for whatever symptom you had, you would just go to the doctor or Google. And now it's like you went on YouTube and Instagram and TikTok. That's more like informative. You know? Yes. What I mean? And that's crazy. Like I got my, my heating medication from TikTok. They think they oh, take that YouTube. They think mm-hmm. the doctor couldn't even like figure out I had to get it from YouTube. It's crazy, but it's so helpful. And uh, like, I believe in like a natural medication. So like I'll try Mm -hmm. the natural ways before, like some prescription stuff. And I like, I'll always say self-care is a form of self-love. Like, I love that. And as you know, like on my Instagram and TikTok, I'm all about (laughs) self-love. Yes, I can see that. My form of self-love is like, I can walk into a room not needing to compare myself to anyone because I know I'm enough. Yes. I love myself despite the challenges. Yes. 
definitely. I'm so happy we connected. And like I said, it was through Aaron. <laughs> I'll make sure to tie her down below. But we'll all have to do like a TikTok live one of these days. Say, look where we started. And I know her now. Yes. You know, the, the lady that was on our TikTok live, she really wanted us to do again. Because she's uh -huh. like, it was so interesting. She loved it. The conversation was so like interesting. So <laughs> we have to do it again. Oh, yes. I'll, I'll message Aaron, you message Aaron, and we'll put this together. So everyone, watch out for our next TikTok live because we have always such a fun conversation. Like, I'm not going to lie. Yes, we talk about everything, just like now. Yes, and it just feels so natural. I hope to connect with you again soon, especially on yes. TikTok live. Please tell everyone your Instagram, your TikToks, and I'll make sure I link them down below. Um, my Instagram is the same as my TikToks, Forever KJ, and my TikTok is the same, Forever KJ. And you can follow me, or you can check my YouTube out too, Study Beautiful in Wheels. Perfect. And I had such a wonderful conversation with you. Yes, yeah, same here. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too.